Hey, it's Stephanie, and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Hey everyone, Stephanie here, and I am back with another episode. My episode this week might be a little bit more of a controversial one, so hold on to your hats. (laughs) As you've probably figured out from the title, I want to talk about celebrating holidays in our program. We are full force into the holiday season. There's music, lights, presents, gifts, and food. Always so much food, (laughs) at least in my family. There's always so much food. Celebrating holidays in our programs can be a lot of fun. It's a great way to connect with your children and families and to really have some memories that can be shared year after year after year. But I wanna remind you of the importance of some thoughtful decision-making as well. This may not apply to some of you. Maybe you're a faith-based program who's shared with their families exactly which holidays you'll celebrate or observe, and it really isn't an issue. But for me, I know at least in my program, it was always a big discussion. We had families from many different backgrounds, so we had to walk a really fine line making sure that families felt included while also giving the respect and understanding to each tradition and holiday that took place within this season. We have the job of deciding what holidays to include or not to include and what activities to do in relation to those holidays. Fun fact, did you know there are in in the like seven major religious and non-religious groups like identified groups throughout the world in the last three months of the year there are over 11 celebrations, days of traditions, or events. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot to celebrate, right? Which is so much fun, but it's also a lot. And it's easy to leave some out or pay more attention to one over another. So when we're really intentional about acknowledging what is being celebrated and how we celebrate it, this is a part of that anti-bias approach to education. And if you don't remember anti-bias or this is a new word for you, I encourage you to look back through some of the last episodes that we did about, probably about a year ago, um, that really went in-depth into anti-bias. And really, in fact, if you're looking for more than just a snippet of what I have to share with you today about holidays specifically, there's a whole book called Celebrate. An Anti-Bias Guide to Including Holidays in Early Childhood Programs, written by Julie Bisson, B-I-S-S-O-N. I think the cool part about holidays and observances is that they are the same, but also different. Here's how. All cultures have some type of belief, tradition, event, or people that are significant to their group, and they have special celebrations and holidays to celebrate. However, Even when those events are shared, they could be celebrated in so many different ways. Even family to family. Think about something as common as Thanksgiving. How I celebrate may not be the same as how you celebrate. Each tradition and holiday are the same way. We all have our own traditions, unique to our own religions, our own families, our own cultures, or our own backgrounds. And in an anti-bias approach to education, We want to ensure that all families we serve are recognized and have their own rights to traditions. This means one tradition does not trump another. I know this is 
all too easy to do, right? <laughs> we get caught up in the festivities and add a tree with ornaments to our classroom or our program. But think about it. Have you done the behind the scenes work to ensure that all of your families use a tree in their traditions? Maybe one family uses something else or not celebrate the holiday of the Christmas tree whatsoever. It would be really important to know this information. And I'm not just, just talking about our traditional end of the year holidays here. Let's look at the whole year. What about Mother's Day? Do you know that every child in your program has a mother to celebrate? And what do you do if they don't? Do you keep going for the sake of the other children while simultaneously possibly creating feelings of uh, quote-unquote outsiderness for those children that may not have mothers present to celebrate? So what are we to do? It may seem like we just can't win, right? But there are a few ways we can still continue to support our family's traditions while also being responsive and respectful while also exposing our children to new and different experiences. When you are teaching about a holiday, it's important to emphasize that we can enjoy learning about other holidays while holding on to our own family's beliefs and traditions. Instead of celebrating a particular holiday, make it about learning from one another what each of their families do or don't do on this particular or other holidays. It is also important to not create invisible holidays. All too often, we emphasize those that are commonly known while also not celebrating the fact that there are many, many holidays all around the world. It seems like we can take one of two approaches. The tourist approach, where we try and acknowledge every holiday possible, or the ostrich approach, where we simply put our heads in the sand and pretend none of them exist. I think this can be a balance. I know it can be tempting to swerve one way or the other, but to me, it's more about acknowledging your current families and how they celebrate each season. There's no way we would be able to sufficiently cover 11 holidays between October and December, at least not enough to give each one the respect and time that they each deserve. And here's another thing to avoid, assuming everybody wants to. I know of several people that have really strong negative memories or feelings or connections towards a particular holiday. Sometimes it's tied to a life event or for some reason or another, there is just really strong displeasure over a particular celebration. When we take an approach of celebrating and going all out for particular holidays, this might backfire. Another part of this approach is understanding your families. Remember when I said earlier that even with the same event or holiday, families may celebrate it differently? We think of Christmas as a pretty big holiday, but think about this. While many of us grow in anticipation around the 24th of December, in Germany, Santa, known there as Nicholas, comes by on the 6th. <laughs> this really emphasizes the importance of not just knowing what holidays each family celebrates, but how they celebrate them. So what can we do? How do we find joy in celebrating special traditions while also being respectful of everyone else? Well, one thing would be to hear from your families. We always go back to the families. 
I, when I was teaching, always did an all about me form. What are some of those special traditions you have in your family? What holidays do you celebrate? How do you celebrate them? What experiences do you enjoy sharing with your children? Another idea would be to start your own program celebrations and traditions. Maybe this is the time of year where each classroom does a group art project, or you exchange letters to each child. Whatever it may look like, maybe this is the year you start your own, and they're new, and they're still traditions. Another way to be festive while also inclusive is perhaps to find some common ground. While there are many different holidays and traditions, many of them are based on universal themes that are meaningful to humanity as a whole. Maybe these are what you choose to emphasize over the commercial or religious aspects of the holidays. Themes like family, helping others, giving thanks, love, sharing, traditions, and forgiveness are all pretty swell human traits <laughs> that we can incorporate into our program's teaching principles. Well, you know, I don't feel like I've let you with many solutions, but I hope I've opened the door for some conversation and some thought on this topic. I always say if we don't know better, we can't do better. So my advice would be to leave you with this. We should constantly be looking for ways to make sure that each of our families feel loved, acknowledged, and accepted. The holiday season and holidays throughout the year are certainly no exception. I hope that you continue to explore this topic and find it beneficial to continue looking at your program's policies and practices to support all families. And until next time, I wish you well. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casido Kids Infant Toddler Specialist Network and Casido Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care, and Early Education Services. However, information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at kidsthesedayspod at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Kids These Days Pod. Be sure to check out the resources for this episode in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and hit subscribe. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Stephanie Haney and music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod.